This program is a presentation of UCTV for educational and non-commercial use only. It was plant scientists here in Riverside who first made the link between smog and the crops that were dying on nearby farms. The botanists later joined with chemists and engineers to become international leaders in air quality research, doing much of their work here at CSERT, home to the world's largest indoor atmospheric chamber. Jim Brown reminds those of us who grew up in Southern California just how bad it was and shows the progress we've made in reducing air pollution thanks in great part to UCR. Explorer Juan Cabrillo dubbed it the Bay of Smokes in 1542. Air pollution has been a part of life in Los Angeles since the beginning. At the eastern end of the LA basin, Riverside often felt the brunt of LA's smog, and researchers at UC Riverside were among the first to study its chemistry, its effects, and to begin the search for solutions. By the 1970s, smog in the basin had reached crisis proportions, and regional leadership was forced to respond. Fortunately, UCR researchers had solid scientific models for path-breaking regulations and new technologies that would turn an intractable problem into a remarkable success story at the interface of science and society. Your eyes used to hurt a lot. The Los Angeles area for a long time had the worst air quality in the United States. Bill Carter, one of the founding faculty at UCR's Center for Environmental Research and Technology, was instrumental in creating the scientific models behind those regulations that banished those bad old days forever. The air pollution that you can see is the particulate matter, which is the ugly brown stuff that means you can't see the mountains. Uh, and most of the time you couldn't see the mountains unless it had just rained or something like that. So uh, days like this where it's uh, fairly clear were very unusual and uh, so the situation has definitely gone a lot better over the years. Such models are built on basic research in atmospheric chemistry by people like UCR's Paul Zeman. Organic chemicals are emitted to the atmosphere from many different sources. Some of the major ones are vehicles and plant emissions, vegetation. And, uh, but when these chemicals get into the atmosphere, they undergo reactions which lead to the formation of new products. Um, at the Air Pollution Research Center, we're interested in, in understanding this chemistry, and so we carry out uh, reactions under simulated atmosphere conditions in chambers like the one you see behind me. Akuya Asa'awuku builds on such research to further understand pollution's role in global climate change. So what we know about aerosols or atmospheric particles is that they can have adverse effects on health and our air quality. But in addition to that, they can affect climate. And so the research I do here at UCR looks at how aerosols or particles act as seeds for cloud formation. A new frontier is that of diesel exhaust, and a decade of pioneering research has recently led to the first regulations on truck emissions. CSERT's Kent Johnson leads the effort. One of the exciting things that's happened just this year is emission regulations for the diesel industry has just started, where they're requiring catalytic controls just like they have on the gasoline vehicle, like your own personal vehicle. And one of the important things with that new technology of all those catalysts is we need to be able to monitor that in use. And this tool behind me, this mobile emissions laboratory, is, is one of those such tools. 
Matt Barth, director of UCR's Center for Environmental Research and Technology, takes the long view. And so we really need to establish a better understanding about how traffic congestion forms and what the emissions are coming out the tailpipes. We're working on many different types of solutions for this, including different types of operational improvements, better technology on the vehicles, and we have many different kinds of models that can predict what the future will hold for us, say in 10, 15, 100 years from now, in terms of how we get around. Uh, I would expect probably in around 50 years or so, we're gonna have automated vehicles, we're doing research on this now, that allow us to get around without having this congestion effect that we see here in the background. For Bill Carter, an expert on ozone, the regulatory successes of the past are no reason for complacency. It's still a problem and we're still not meeting the standards, but we're a lot closer to the standards now than we were then. And so the situation is, uh, is definitely improved, but it's not uh, good enough. But for Akwia Asa'awuku, the synergy at UCR makes the effort worthwhile. At UCR, we have a lot of faculty, scientists, researchers, students working on uh, different facets of this problem. And utilizing all that knowledge uh, to solve this problem is why UCR is such a great place to do research. This is Jim Brown reporting from the University of California, Riverside.